You're listening to Recover's BD Impact Podcast for a more sustainable tomorrow today. Just a burst of ordinary light. All right, we're coming at you today with episode 11. Uh, in the last episode, we tried a little bit different format of a, of a get to know the host where Adam interviewed me. So today we're going we're gonna to turn the tables and I'm going to interview Adam. So we're, we're excited for this and uh, looking forward to, to hearing more about Adam's uh, great journey of, of how he got to where yeah. he is today. So. Well, and for what it's worth, we've gotten you know millions of emails after uh, the last episode that people are just dying to hear me blabber on. So this will be exciting. <laughs> No, no, this, um, this will be good. And, um, you know, if, if you look back to even our, our ninth episode of the, the Arctic, uh, pack rafting trip, uh, you can get a little bit of, of an idea into, to Adam's adventurous, uh, you know, personality and, uh, and just character in general. But, uh, we want to know how Adam got into the outdoor industry. So Adam, tell us where, where are you from? Yep. Where'd, where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I grew up in the middle of uh, middle of North Central Pennsylvania in a small town called Matoorsville, um, town of like four thousand some people, so super small. Um, I was a stereotypical jock growing up, right? If it was a, whatever season it was, I was I was playing, and so. Um, um, again, growing up in the middle, I mean, the, the county north of where I grew up had a higher deer population than human population. <laughs> so it's kind of like this out in the middle of nowhere. And so we were constantly playing in the street, the streams and creeks and, and all that kind of stuff. And so always outside, always active, but I was, I was in that jock mode. I was, I was always playing something and that led me, I was fortunate enough to play college football. Um, I went to William and Mary and played football, um, and then moved to Virginia beach after I graduated and kind of got into the surfer vibe, which was a little bit cool. And, and that had, um, you know, after I was done playing football, I was like, well, I don't have kind of organized sports anymore. And so I kind of started getting into the alternative sports a little bit more. And, um, what really kicked it off was I moved to, um, Charlotte, I guess it would have been 2009, um, for grad school. Uh, to get my sports MBA. And um, right after I graduated that, I got a job at the Whitewater Center, which is here in Charlotte. So it's this, you know, 1500 acre, uh, you know, outdoor adventure kind of venue. So 50 miles of trails, the largest man-made Whitewater River in the world and all that kind of stuff. And so that was, that was really what kind of catapulted me into this alternative, um, you know, alternative sports or kind of this outdoor world. And so was fortunate enough to, uh, was running the events and sponsorship and marketing and all that stuff there for, for almost nine years. And, um, that's where, you know, I got into mountain biking. I was, I, I got into climbing, running, you know, paddling all kinds of stuff. And so that's, that's really what kind of triggered me into this whole kind of whole outdoor world. And, and as you know, we'll probably get into it. Uh, that's just kind of like catapulted <laughs> pretty aggressively from, uh, from those days. So that, that hasn't really stopped quite yet. Yeah, well, I will say you know you can you can see it now. You know you've gotten into you know outdoor sports and endurance sports mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But um, you know I've seen some photos from from your college days. I didn't know <laughs> you then, but I mean just for the listener to know, Adam was a uh, legit tight end for, yeah. for William and Mary. So I mean you think I would think now you know you're obviously a tall guy, but I mean you had to have been. I, w- I, w- I would think you weighed a ton more at that time. Yeah. So, and, well, and it's funny too, because all my high school, I, I kind of look now like I look in, like I used to look in high school. Yeah. And so my high school friends think I look totally normal. It, and when they see pictures of me in college, they're like, what in the world? Like, cause I was 60 pounds heavier. 
And then same thing, my college friends only know me in my college weight. So they see me now and they think they're like, Hey, do you need like, can I buy you a sandwich or something? <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> yeah. You need to like eat a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I've, I've kind of lived, you know, two different lives, but yeah, I was two, uh, 250, 260 in yeah. college and, um, right around 200 now. So that's a, that's a big that's difference. A big, well, I feel like if you, <laughs> when you weigh that much in college and you're, you're probably on whatever weight training program, oh, yeah. playing is William Mary Division One? Yep. 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 So you're playing D1 football. You know, I, I would think you're either going one way towards the 300 end, oh, or, yeah. or or the other way towards yeah. 200. So you've, uh, you've done opt- well taking yeah, care of yourself. I opted. I opted to, to, <laughs> to slide down the uh, the weight mountain. A lot of people kept kept going up the mountain. That's for sure. Um, so so you start you moved to Charlotte. Um, you know, working. For, or get, getting your MBA and started at the Whitewater Center. So yep. you you started there in 2010, is that right? Yeah. So I let me see. I I, I graduated uh, grad school in December of 10. I was working at ESPN at the time, um, and I had gotten I I contract working for ESPN. I had gotten a job in March of um, 2011 okay. at the Whitewater Center. So yeah, started early in 2011 at Whitewater. Yeah. And that's, uh, and I know you did a, a lot of different things when, when you're out there. It, it seems like a place where everybody's wearing a lot of different hats, yep. but, um, that's, you know, where w- we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, was it back in 2013 when we initially started talking about how recover could get involved yep. with the whitewater center through, you know, selling our products in the retail store, which is outfitters and then through the race series. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, the race series which you're, I mean, I, I would say, you know, it's your baby in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, um, yep. has become kind of a, a flagship, um, you know, thing for, for anyone in the outdoor world here who's interested in being in a, in an event. So yeah. tell us about that, the, the whitewater race. Yeah. Race. So we were very fortunate at whitewater that, you know, we had this big playground, right? We had this backyard that we could kind of like utilize and, you know, we could do whatever we wanted out there. And so, you know, I was obviously um, super into the into the competitive side of things and in the outdoor recreational side of things. And again, we had this blank canvas, and so we really um, it was fun to kind of develop. Um, you know, it came out of nothing, but we developed this um, what is now and currently and still the most comprehensive outdoor sports competition series in the entire world, right? Like, I'm not saying this is the most volume, right? Like, it's not like Ironman; they get thousands and you know thousands of people at each event, but from a, from the most comprehensive series in the world from trail running everything from a 5k up to ultra marathons at 50 miles and 24 hour races um mountain bike races same thing everything from some short track stuff up to 12 hour mountain bike races paddling including the olympic trials including recreational paddles you know white water flat water climbing you know bouldering comp top rope comps um we even had a uh, what's called a deep water solo climbing wall out there, which is a climbing wall over a body of water. So we had professional athletes out there and everything in between. So it's just the most comprehensive thing. And so it was really fun to say, well, cool. How can we, how can we engage people in different ways? Again, if it's a 5k or or 50 mile and, um, it was really kind of cool to do that. And then one of the big key pieces of that was, and this was kind of driven by the organization as well as my personal interest is, you know, we want to be um, cognizant and accountable to what the, what's that environmental impact. And so we we had a pretty substantial, you know, sustainability plan with those races. We were going, 
you know, obviously we're using recover for all the, all the race shirts. We were going cup free, you know, we were doing all these really cool things to where we would minimize the impact. And now we, there is an impact, right? We just need it. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. But so we were saying, Hey, let's be conscious about how we want to manage that and minimize that. And so it was a pretty easy no brainer for us that, um, we started the race series because it was 2013 and that's when, you know, we, you and I started talking and immediately the light bulb clicked in my mind. I said, yep, no, no doubt. We're a hundred percent. We're going with recover moving forward. And then, um, you know, I think it was, you know, I think first race of 14 is when we kicked things off and, you know, still utilize and recover now and the, both for the race series, as well as, you know, merch partner for festivals, for the outfitter store, for all kinds of stuff. So it's really kind of ballooned since then. Yeah, totally. It, and it's been awesome to see, you know, that the momentum of the race series, yeah. you know, continue to to pick up with time. I mean, we're it's going as strong as ever now. And yep. a lot of those are the, those flagship races are still the, you know, the initial ones that you guys yep. developed when it started. So when it's I, cool to go back and actually can participate, participate yeah, in yeah, them totally. now. Yeah. For so many years, I always said, like, man, I can't wait till I can actually like participate in them. So it's cool to go back in and, and, and actually, you know, be a consumer now versus the the producer on the, on the yeah. backside. Well, it's a, it's a neat place for sure. And I, I think that, uh, y'all's commitment to sustainability and your vision for what that was is, has certainly been a great partner for, for recover. Yeah. And, um, and obviously, you know, for, from our standpoint, we've, we've worked together on a lot of different things oh, as, yeah. as well. So, um, you know, you, you were at the Whitewater Center, what, eight years or so? Yeah, just under nine years. Yep. Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was actually, ironically, it was right before COVID, but um, we, uh, I guess it was, yeah, it was fall of 19, so September of 19. I'd kind of, you know, I'd been there, I'd been there for a while and was just kind of, you know, midlife crisis or, you know, whatever you want to call it, but, um, decided to kind of roll off, um, at the Whitewater center. And I wanted to, you know, coming out of grad school, I didn't have as strong of a, you know, kind of build your own thing or that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but after, you know, being out in the, in the working world for a while, I kind of, that was growing on me a little bit. And so, um, September of 2019, I rolled off and, and started my own, uh, marketing agency. So again, I was at that time for the final three years there, I was kind of overseeing the marketing department there, mm-hmm. which functions as an in-house agency. And so, um, you know, with one client being Whitewater. And so I said, well, cool. I mean, I think I can, you know, I'm no expert, but I think I can, there's, there's a lot of things I've learned, a lot of value, um, that I can provide to the marketplace. And so let me, let me step out and, and do my own thing. And so I created, um, a marketing agency called MJ Bratton, which, um, is a horrible name, uh, on the outside, right? It's like, that's a marketing agency. And you're like, it's a terrible name, but on, um, it's a, it's a B2B platform. So yep. it's business to business. Nobody really cares what the name, I'm not building a brand. I'm, I'm building a portfolio. And so, MJ are the initials of both my boys. I have two sons, six and four. Um, and so to me, that's just, that's like a driving force. Every time I mention it or give my email, I'm like, that's, that's kind of why I'm doing this. And so, you know, I want to show them it's like, yeah, you don't have to just do the nine to five and you don't have to be in that, you know, the cube farm and all that kind of stuff if you don't want to. And so, so that's kind of a, um, and it's been two and a half years, almost, almost three years now. Um, which is wild and, and, you know, kind of like we talked last episode with, with you graduating right in the recession time, you know, I started this thing in January of 2020 and, you know, I, I filed the LLC in January, 2020. And of course, March of 2020 was COVID. So 
it's been a wild ride, but uh, I've been super fortunate to where, you know, I've been able to, um, and I think a large part is based on, you know, being a little bit more intentional and being more authentic with the approach instead of transactional. But we, you know, we've supported a, a large number of, of outdoor brands and, you know, it's awesome to come into a situation like recover and say, yeah, hell yeah. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm personally bought into everything that recover is all about. I love what we're doing here. Um, and be able to, to kind of jump into that, you know, in that marketing and, you know, the recover ambassador program and, and content creation and to, you know, really kind of support, uh, um, you know, all the cool things we got going on at recover, you know, this podcast, it's awesome. It's like, let's, let's create a platform where we can share these stories and, and, and tell the audience about some of the cool stuff that's important. And, um, so it's been a, it's been an absolute blast, um, so far. And so it's, uh, we'll, we'll see where we go from here, but it's been cool. Yeah, it's been a good challenge. <laughs> it, it does seem like you've had a um, had a little bit more time since you've you've you know started the agency and kind of gone out on your own to to spend a little more time with with the boys. I you know I'll, I'll yeah. see uh, you know photos you're you're throwing up on whether it's Instagram or yep. Strava post of uh, you know taking the boys out for on the paddle boards yeah, or whatever, yeah. but it seems like you're getting out with, with the family a lot more. Well, too. yeah. And, and I am. And it's, it's interesting too, because on the flip side, on the other side, a second kind of aspect of what I've done is I've created this other, this is a consumer facing platform, but it's called human powered movement. Yeah. And so it's kind of an extension of what we talked about with the race series, what the whitewater race series is, you know, I was a kinesiology undergrad the study of human movement, a psychology, uh, minor, and then I came back to get my MBA. And so those three things I've kind of wound up together in the agency and then this human powered movement platform where we just, the, the mission is to facilitate greater human powered experiences. So that is in the form of, we do events, we do races, we do competitions, we do all kinds of stuff. And so with the goal of getting people moving and keeping them active in their lives. And so going back to what, what a race series well, you know, it's an obvious one for me of saying, well, cool. Yeah. Guess who's doing all of our event shirts? Recover. You know, guess who's doing all of our merch? Recover. We've got hats, hoodies, shirts, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so that's part of that natural extension of saying, yeah, this is important. Let's bring some light to it. We need to be more mindful, more intentional with what we're doing um, in our lives. And so a big part of that is being more sustainable, uh, you know, understanding our impact on the environment. We do a challenge called plastic free February Oh yeah. where, you know, we, we say, Hey, commit to going pl- single use plastic free for the month. And then while you're out running, biking, paddling, whatever it is, you know, help pick up the, the trails, the streams and the, the roadways that we, you know, run and biking and paddling throughout the year. And so, you know, recover is a big partner of that. So, I mean, it's all part of this big circle or this ecosystem that I'm trying to create. And, and the goal is to get people to be more intentional with their daily choices. For sure. Creating a platform like that where you're really inspiring a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I, I I love following along and seeing like how fired up people get to, yeah. you know, achieve some of those those milestones. Like I know the like Everest challenge, for example, yeah. where, um, you know, folks are really incentivized to, okay, you got to keep this going. So tell us, tell us about that, a challenge like that. Yeah. So we do a lot of virtual challenges, right? I'm obviously here based in Charlotte, but that platform, human power movement platform is such a, I mean, it's a universal concept, right? You can be anywhere in the world and, and that concept can ring true. So not only do we do our in-person events that are all right around here in the Charlotte area, but we do virtual challenges too. So that one is a elevation challenge where over the course of, um, a month this we usually do october 
participants have to select either if they want to do one of three different peaks, one of which is Everest at the highest, um, and two other shorter peaks. And so the idea is that if you're running, biking, whatever it is throughout that month, you need to accumulate the elevation of that peak. And so we track it on Strava and we, you know, we do everything, but it's really cool to see people from all over the world that, you know, we just kind of dangle this challenge out there and we give them prizes and incentives and stuff. Um, but it's cool to see them stay on track. And there's so many times we've heard over and over and over that, man, I didn't feel like getting out or going for a run or a bike, but I knew I needed to hit my goal. And so that's what's, that's what it's all about. That's what we love doing. And, you know, human power, the platform is not massive, right? Anybody can go on the, on the website or on Instagram and see our followers. It's not massive, but it's, it is wildly engaged. I mean, the, the consumers are, you know, the people that are following along, just they're eating it up. And so in my approach, as I said earlier, even on the agency side, I like to be more substantive within interactions that we have with, um, you know, with people we work with, same thing on human powered movement. I don't want to just, you know, I'm not, I don't want people to sign up for a thing just to get their, you know, race medal and banana and then they go home. It's like, no, let's have a meaningful relationship. And so that's what we're really, we skew towards that. It's more organic. It's more grassroots. It's more substantive. And, um, you know, those challenges are a great way to do that, to engage, engage people and, and get them, get them moving. Totally. When, and I've seen it even from a, a brand standpoint with like plastic free February is a great example mm-hmm. where, you know, as recover as a brand is able to engage with that and use it as a vehicle to, you know, for our followers to, to participate in and incentivize, you know, our audience to ultimately be better stewards of the environment but it's a lot of those like sustainability tips that we publish of like how people can participate and be active as individuals and uh human powered movement's a perfect example there was uh i think it was ben ben one of your one of the guys one of the staff members here was was, you know rode in to work one day on his bike and was picking up trash along the way it was awesome i'm like hell yeah that's what it's all about yeah definitely so, so what's next for, for human power movement? I know you, you had sh- the shiver mountain bike race in yep. August. Um, what, what are some of the upcoming events? Yeah. So we, we do an, an adventure race. Um, it's kind of a multi-sport. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt style adventure race, um, running, paddling and biking. Um, we do shiver Rocky river shiver is a pretty, pretty, uh, uh, pretty aggressive mountain bike race that that one is not beginner friendly by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, we've got a last runner standing event. So it's kind of a, a, a new aged um, version of a running race, but there's no, there's no finish line until there's only one person left. So kind of this new race format that's kind of sweeping the industry. So um, uh, we do three, those three events, you know, we're, we've done uh, cycling kits. We've done, you know, we did a, with recover, we did a, a mountain bike Jersey. Yeah. Which uh, turned by out the way, great. I will- I will plug that product. It was, it awesome. was the uh, the Sport Elite, which is our, our new line, and um, we actually did a, a custom pocket along yep. the, the side seam, which yep. is perfect for you know a, a key, uh, a goo, whatever yep. a bar, whatever you might want to throw in there. But that, that's a really cool pro- uh, cool yep. product you guys designed. Well, and it's funny too. My um, uh, my cousin who lives out in Breckenridge, uh, just a phenomenal endurance athlete, like runner and and, and biker and everything, but primarily a trail runner and. Um, he got one of the, one of the jerseys and he sent me this, um, just a picture, just a text message. And it was literally, he had run, he had run the entire Leadville 100 trail race in that Jersey That's awesome. from mile zero to a hundred and the hat too, right? Yeah. And his buddy yeah. wore, wore the recover hat, got second place over at the Ure hundred uh, yeah. trail race. 
And I'm like, I'm like, holy, mo-. like that. Those are like world class events. Totally. And you know, he's rocking that, rocking the jersey, and his buddy's rocking the hat for the the entirety of them. Like, man, that's awesome. Hour endurance. Race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's that's awesome, and that's that's really what we again not, not to not to plug our products too much, but that is what the the Sport Elite was designed to do exactly. is a yeah. you know a, a really premium performance garment that's a, yeah. of course made with a hundred percent recycled materials. Yeah. So you know you're doing a lot of this professionally, and you know we talked in the last episode when you interviewed me about how fortunate I feel so fortunate to have you know a lot of my personal life intertwined with yep. professional life and. It sound. I mean, you're the exact same way. Where, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's like, you know, well, yeah, like, uh, I guess it was episode nine that and you mentioned it early in this episode, but like, you know, putting together a big expedition up in the Arctic, you know, uh, north of the Arctic circle in Alaska, like, man, that's a, that's like a, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. But I, I love the idea that I'm, I'm able to kind of, you know, meld these personal passions and these professional goals into something that I can like, well, who wouldn't want to do that? Like yeah. that, my wife, Chris, Christy, I love you by the way, but, um, my, my wife will, will shake her head when I say this, but I'm like, that was a, a quote unquote business trip. And she seemed like, no, it wasn't. And I was like, well, yeah, it is. Like, that's the whole vibe that I'm trying to create is, you know, create this environment where I'm, I'm showing, you know, the boys or whoever that like, yeah, you can create your own thing. Yeah. Like there's going to be challenges along the way. That's okay. But like you can go out on your own and, and you can use that for further greater good. Like there's people that are seeing photos, reading articles, all the stuff that are inspired by it, whether that be, you know, the, the recent trip to Alaska or human powered movement stuff. And I'm like, good, I feel good about, you know, kind of what I'm, what I'm doing and creating in this world. And so, and it's the same thing with this podcast. We're totally. Like this is awesome. Creating this platform to be able to share these stories that, you know, are going to get people excited, going to get people jacked up to say, you know what? I needed a little extra jolt today. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's kind of a cool feeling to, to, um, to be able to, to create that and, and push that out to the, to the general audience. Yeah. Well, I know you just got back from Alaska, gosh, a couple of weeks ago now, Yep. but as you're planning anything, uh, especially with a business like, uh, human power movement. What what's next on the the radar for you personally? And and selfishly I might say I hopefully it's something like the Blue Ridge Parkway trip or yeah. something like that that we took a couple of years ago, but uh yeah. yeah, what's what's next? So I I don't remember exactly when this will go live, but um I I'm planning and I'm going to be going on a uh, a self-supported bike packing trip from Charlotte to where I grew up in the middle of nowhere Pennsylvania. So yeah. That'll be a, that'll be an exciting one. It'll be about 750 miles or so. Okay. Um, and, um, I'm going to, I'm going to turn 40 this year and this is, that's not the reason to do it, but I've been talking about doing this trip for a while and I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm only getting older. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so that'll be a nice, that'll be a nice venture. Um, so yeah, 750 miles over seven days going from where I live now to where I grew up in, in Northeast Pennsylvania. So that'll be a fun one that's coming up on the horizon in a couple of weeks. And anything happening when you get there or is it just, Hey, I'm going to see some family and friends and, and come back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't really, <laughs> I don't know unless someone's planning a surprise thing, which I don't think they are. It's just kind of like a, uh, just kind of want to just have the experience. Yeah. Um, there is a, a phenomenal ice cream place up there called eaters ice cream. That's just, yeah old school hand dip kind of ice cream. So I'll probably make my way. I might go straight there actually, but, uh, 
Other than that, I'm trying to keep a low profile on this I, one. I like that as the destination. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and bike pack 750 yeah. miles for a, for a uh, ice cream. I got to check their hours <laughs> and make sure I don't show up in their clothes. That'd be a bummer. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That'd be a big one. Yeah. Uh, we're close on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's, no, that's, that sounds awesome. It'll be certainly be a great way to, mm-hmm. to, to celebrate your, your 40th. Um, what, what else from a business standpoint do you, do you see coming up? I know, you know, we're continuing to expand a lot of the work we're doing with yeah. you here at recover, which we're super excited about. Yep. Um, got a lot of fun stuff a, ahead, but what, um, what else, what, what's on the horizon? For yeah. You from a business standpoint? So that's a perfect example, right? Like it has been so cool and, and we'll, we'll kind of, you know, unveil this a little bit later. And so I don't want to give up too much uh, information, but like, you know, looking at our right, cool, how can we revamp, update, refresh, just kind of reapproach the recover ambassador program, right? Yeah. Like that's a perfect example. We're saying, well, cool. There's, it's a great program that is existing now, but like, let's, let's kind of add some new layers to it, new folds to it. And so I'm really excited about some of the work and some of the discussions we've had on that front. Again, it all comes back to like, cool, how can we inspire others in a productive way? Yeah. That's a great example. Like, cool, if we let's let's figure out how to ramp up this ambassador program for recover to tell that story. Let's talk about sustainability. Let's let's spread and educate people on how their daily interactions or their daily habits are impacting the greater good. So those are the types of things I'm really excited professionally to jump into and personally, but um, those are really, really cool. We've obviously talked a lot about some other stuff with, you know, going to the running event or, yeah. you know, some of these other, you know, big kind of industry expos and, and, and shows that we've, we've got a lot of success and we found a lot of success at those. And so, you know, that's kind of that, that internal drive of saying, cool, what else can we do? What else yeah. can we do? We found success there. Great. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So, you know, I think that's a little bit on the personal and the professional side of what's around that bend. It's always kind of that, that that next question of, of, you know, having intellectual curiosity is a term that I like to use. And it's whether that be personally or professionally, but it's always that, you know, what's next, how can we improve on that? Or, you know, what can we do better? So, um, I think that kind of hits on both the personal and professional, but I'm, I'm really excited about what we're doing here with recover. Um, obviously it's, it's been fun to, to, you know, create this, this podcast and this platform and, and people seem to be enjoying it now. So it's, um, our job to, keep them excited and keep them, keep them engaged and, and come up with some more new, new cool topics and discussions that uh, I know we will. Yeah, no doubt, man. What's well, it certainly been a lot of fun so far and we've got a, some really exciting guests, uh, coming yep. up. We won't, uh, reveal those right now, but, um, you know, thank you guys again for, for continuing to listen. Um, these last two episodes have been a lot of fun, you know, just yep. getting to, getting to interview you, you know, and, yep. uh, and, and, and then sharing those stories, of course, with, with the listeners, but, um, yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. So Adam, thanks so much for, uh, letting me interview you today <laughs> and, uh, and sharing your story with the audience. I, I know we could go all day on this yeah. stuff, but, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up for now and, uh, cool. and see you guys again soon with, uh, with another great guest coming up. Thanks a lot, and we'll, we'll see you later. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Recover's Be the Impact podcast. Catch you next time. Just a burst of order.